I am pumped to be back on the podcast. Really excited to be here. And today's session is mind-blowingly good. I hope you get a lot out of it. It's going to be beneficial for anyone who's an electrician, electrical business owner, or employs people and looking to scale if you're a BDM, if you're in any form of sales, which you are as a person, then you're going to get a lot out of this. So I try and bring it back throughout the whole session to how it's relevant to electricians and electrical business owners. And Rebecca and I have been friends for a long time and we always get together with high amount of energy. So this one will keep you awake and on the edge of the seats, looking forward to hearing what you learn from it. Welcome to the Electrician Success Podcast. I'm Greg Allen, and this is your daily performance boost. It's been an interesting last six months. We've been really working hard towards improving the learning management system that we've built for the electrical industry to improve their skills, whether a business owner or an electrician. And I'm really pumped to announce that in the next couple of weeks, we are launching Academy V3. It's an unbelievably flexible platform where you can actually see all of the learning paths and create your own courses and ask your own questions to your staff members. Now, if you're an electrician, just want to improve your skills, there's something in there for you as an electrician platform user. There's heaps of how to be better on site, how to get the most out of your employment with your employer how to understand technical things like fault finding and all of the different technical aspects of the trade, but also how to better educate yourself using your staff around you or the other people you work with and your boss. So that is for the electricians. If you're a business owner, the academy is unbelievable for helping you find freedom within your job. So if you are stuck working huge hours at the moment and you want to learn how to scale your business, put stuff on, or even just stay a sole trader but really become as profitable as possible. The business platform is amazing for that. And where the new academy really shines is in the team platform where team employers can actually build their own courses, build their own questions, and use either academy content or questions or build your own and have a mixture. So you can really customize it depending on the type of business you are and what you really wanna get out of your staff. So if you wanna set up induction courses, if you wanna teach your staff on your company values and ask them questions about it, if you wanna ask your specific technical questions, you can do all that in your new academy. And if you don't have the time to build your own courses, you can just use the academy content that's in there. As a whole, we've got over 500 training videos. And what I'm really excited about is now that we've built it, we're moving on to creating more content for you guys again. So. You can expect a lot more podcasts coming out, a lot more information, but where the value truly is, is on the Academy, and I hope to have you a part of that. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us. We're here today with Rebecca Clough from BD by Design, which is a growth and leadership coaching business. She also owns multiple other businesses, and she's gonna be talking about sales and the power of connectivity today. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited that you're here. It's awesome to be here, Greg. Tell us a little bit about your businesses and when you started them and what got you yeah, excited sure. and why you got into business in the first place. Absolutely. So I started BD by Design, which is a leadership and growth business that uh, looks at coaching and keynote speaking across most of the real estate industry and about 30% other industry-based businesses. So mm, I just absolutely adore and love what I do. I'm very, very passionate about it. 
Um, I created this business because I came out of the corporate sector yep. and I realized that it was a very big space to really assist businesses to grow. Mm. And, um, and following on from that, um, I now help other people grow um, as I've got a second business, uh, which is called Sanjiwani Bali Retreats. And that's all about helping people on their journey of detoxification and their spiritual side. Um, so really, you know, grounding them and leveling them out. Yeah. Um, their self-care journeys. So, this is awesome. Yeah. So you, this is really interesting. So you went from corporate yep. to coaching people in corporate and now into health and well-being as well. Absolutely. So the two really go hand in hand. And I'm working on a third business at the moment because there's a full overarching responsibility that I know I can bring yep. to the to the individual and to the businesses yep. by having a really powerful network of people that can always help people no matter what. So one of the biggest things that I'm looking at at the moment with Sanjuani is that there is, I've done a personal detox myself, yep. but there is a responsibility pre and post detox. Yeah. So, and I just didn't get that. You and I spoke about that. Mm. You know, I struggled a little bit coming back into my environment. Mm. So I am now buffering and making sure our, our clients, our customer experiences, you know, it's a long game, not a short game, yeah. which is essentially how I work in businesses. It's a long game, not a short game. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people neglect that health and well-being thing, especially in business. Correct. And you probably find that with your coaching as well. I've been through physical burnout. So, yeah. you know, when I sat in, in front of my, my doctor uh, about a year and a half ago and she pulled out a laminated piece of paper and she said, read this, I was 80% at physical burnout. Oh, and, and you know, you know, we know each other really well and we love what we do, but you can push limits too far mm. and all of a sudden you are no use to anybody. Yep. And that's what we're going to be really, really careful about. So I've never been so busier, but I've, I've got that much more energy, motivation and clarity around my true purpose and my true why than and anything's possible. Yeah. And that's essentially where I've come over my last year and a half. Awesome. It's been a journey, yeah. but it's awesome. So, um, and, and it's really relative bringing it back into the business space. You know, um, you know my, one of my major responsibilities as a leadership and growth specialist is it is people before profits. So we're gonna be really making sure that we're not breaking our people in our businesses, mm. which essentially is a, a concern that we may have moving forward in, in our society in the way we actually continue to work yep. at the level that we work. Yeah. And then the other bookend to, to that is future leaders. I'm really passionate about making sure that there's a true empowerment line in our businesses to, to really cultivate future leaders. Yes. Um, there's nothing worse when good people leave a business. Yep. Nothing worse. And you're like, yeah. why? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Exactly. And so, yeah, so that's the responsibility that I have in the coaching space. And that's the responsibility I also have with helping people grow. This whole vision of a business is essential. And I think a lot of small enterprise businesses don't share their vision because unfortunately they don't have the, either the skill or they've never given themselves the time mm. to actually really sit down and be vulnerable. Because it's about being vulnerable. Yeah. When you're looking at the vision of your business, I know you've done this, yep. you do it constantly. And that's what I love about you, Greg, mm. is that you're constantly looking at the vision of your business yep. and the vision of your people in your business. Mm. It's not just about Greg. So I think for me, it's, there's a couple of reasons as to why people just don't do it. And also with small enterprise, I actually know and I, and, I, and I feel that a lot of it's probably because the business owners are usually propping up the P&L. And so there is a, you know, when you're looking at vision, there's always dollars that are associated with that. You know, how much profit do we want to turn over? Yep. What is our net revenue gap? All those types of things. And sometimes what can actually be disassociated with that 
is there's so many ways you can still share that story without people knowing too much about your financial you know responsibilities yeah. or management would you agree yeah i would that? agree but yeah. we've done a bold move this year and we've opened up our pnl to our whole team awesome on on a level of trust and on a level of we're in this together and See, since doing that. that it's unreal that i cannot I, I cannot believe the change in our yeah. guys attitude and we didn't just say here's the pnl think what you will we've actually walked them through understanding it now we don't need to set up all these rules to try and make them do things a certain way. They can see if we didn't perform yeah. well. So now it's just changed the culture. Well, commercially mindset now, and that's yeah. really, really important. I got this from my corporate environment. I was in the tech space, yeah. and you know, I, I, I turned up at the corporate, you know, um, company day. The first day I started in May and in August. There I am watching these powerpoints, you know, with all the numbers, and I was I was shocked. Yeah. And I, as a top salesperson. Um, I you know, have, do have a high skeptical personality, which I actually have to manage. Yep. So here's my high skeptical personality saying, well, hang on a moment, I've only been here two months. You're sharing, you're a, you're a privately listed business, or private business, I should say, not publicly listed, where our major competitor was a publicly listed business. So we knew a lot about them, mm. but not a lot of people knew a lot about us. But there I was two months in thinking, but what if I decided to go to the competitor with this information? Yeah. And I remember going up to my CEO at the time and I said, John, why? He said, Beck, you're an integral part of this business. You're a business development manager for a, a large state. Yep. And it's our responsibility to make sure the why, why do you come here every day? Yeah. You know, and you are a part of this journey and you need to know the, the leveling responsibilities that every single team in this business actually has the end result and the end goal and the end impact. Yeah. Like powerful for a, for a salesperson to get out of bed every single day and know their true understanding of what they're trying to achieve, really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Now, for most of you electricians out there, just want you to know that you are salespeople. I know that you think, oh, no, nah, but I'm an electrician or I'm a business person or I'm running an electrical business. I'm not a salesperson. Everyone's a salesperson, whether it's even trying to convince your wife to go to the movies with you on the weekend. <laughs> Whatever it is, you're still selling. So everyone's a salesperson, which... I think it's a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, so it gives absolutely. Us a bit of an intro yes. to what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, look, um, something that we're certainly going to be talking about today is the power of connectivity. So like I said to Greg, I've got uh, a, a lot that I could share today, but something that I'm truly passionate about is getting salespeople to, there's always a missing link somewhere in a journey of a process. And I can sit in front of so many salespeople through across other industries and it is the same thing. It's the power of them going out and understanding this thing called networking. Yeah. And I think networking can sometimes be a bit of a, a dark space to go to. And you know, it's one of those areas where, again, it's being vulnerable. You know, if you don't have a personality that um, is electrifying and real extroverted, yep. people then have this, well, am I really going to be fitting into this space? Mm. Now, I come across quite confident, but it's because I'm very passionate about what I talk about. But I'm actually an introvert extrovert. So I've actually had to learn a skill to be able to present myself yep. to a network. And that's probably the things that I want to talk about today is because... And I, and I might just create, uh, give you an understanding of the why I, yeah. you know, and what my story background is this. Yeah. So when I came out of, you know, the real estate space being a BDM, 
Um, and, and when I say BDM, that's a business development manager. That's very big, very clear. Yep. I was getting out of bed every single day and growing a business, not doing anything else. Yeah. So getting out there and doing what I needed to do to increase the growth of the business. Yeah. And I had an opportunity where a corporate business knocked on my door and I had already gone through a stage in my career at a very young age where I tapped out and I said, there's got to be more to life than working seven days a week. I've got a high success profile. So I go to the top and work my way out in between. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works, yeah? yeah? Most of the time. And then all of a sudden you might go on a trajectory that is just not just not viable. Mm. And so I removed myself from the industry a couple of times. And then when someone came knocking at my door with this beautiful silver platter of opportunity to increase uh, a level of um, skill, to uh, an opportunity of getting into a different space, I literally walked away twice. And it wasn't until the third opportunity came and he basically said, you get on that plane and come to Sydney, you must come and have an interview and my integrity, which is one of my values, is saying, no, you can't pay for me to come. I'm not interested. Yeah. He's like, it's not about the money. Get on the plane. Yeah. And I, I look at that and I think, you know what? The best lesson that I learned in life right there is when opportunity presents itself, you need to do a, a self-evaluation before you do a full evaluation of that opportunity. Yeah. Because if you can work between your values and your belief system, I now have got that skill and that's why I went and did a detox in March, now I own a barley in business by August. Yeah. Say no more. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah, you know it's but there. People need it. Absolutely. But I've been able to look at the values and the beliefs of my self-evaluation first. Yep. But I couldn't work that out. I was just, I was about 30 at the time. And 30 is a really interesting age, especially for women, I think. Yep. Going into that next sector of, of our life cycle. Yeah. So um, off, I, off I went to, to take on this opportunity and I took on a, it's the whole of WA. So... You know, that in itself is really, how do I take on a state? You know, here I've yeah. been working in small enterprise and now I've got this big responsibility of a, a very vast state, which is WA, as yep. you would know. And so I, um, six months in, finding my feet, and I got to a point where I said, right, goals, aspirations. You know, a corporate business is very clear on personal development plans. They make sure, you know, there's 125 staff and they, they made sure that they knew what they, their staff wanted out of their responsibility in their, in their roles. Yeah. So, you know, six months in, here's the high success profile. Chick, here I come along and say, right, I want to be top salesperson. Now, being top salesperson in a WA state as opposed to, say, New South Wales, let's just be honest, I didn't quite do the evaluation. Yeah. Now, when you look at it in my space, there was seven times more opportunities sitting over in New South Wales than there was of WA. So for me to become top salesperson, I needed to go up against the top salesperson who's been top salesperson for six years running. <laughs> Oops, didn't do that evaluation, did I? <laughs> Ten so, <laughs> there I was, and I tell this story and he knows I tell this story because we get along really well now. Yeah, yeah. But we, we had a good rivalry going on. And um, I said to him over a wine one day, you know, we were just at an event. And I said, you know, how many leads do you get through just natural nutrition, you know, coming through, like obviously from marketing that we do or, you know, um, existing client base? He goes, oh, I couldn't tell you. I said, what do you mean? That many. That many, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, that many? And, and he said, yeah, I don't know, anywhere between, say, yeah, five and ten a day. 
Well, I was getting about five or 10 a month. What? So you could imagine I went my, I think my, my mouth just dropped. Yeah, and that's <laughs> organic. So that's like, it's all coming that's in, doesn't have to put in. any work. That is correct. Yeah. So I went, wow. So I could have gone one way or the other, couldn't I? I could have gone and said, right, back to my CEO, said, I made a mistake. I want to pull out my opportunity of becoming top salesperson. Or I could redefine my opportunity being in my state and look at the differences between his and mine and going, well, actually, there's got to be another way around this. Engineer a new way. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I did. And that's cool. where I learned the power of connectivity. Awesome. I hit top salesperson the second year. Woo. Yeah, which was really <laughs> cool. You know, when I walked in and saw all his trophies and then I came out, I've got this little shrine of trophies. You know, it's not about just that, you know, but in when I'm talking in this space, you know, I'm putting myself back into that realm. Yeah. But the thing is with the power of connectivity, what I understood is that we had such a powerful tech piece in our industry. And I knew that there was a lot of influential people that absolutely loved our, our opportunity that we were presenting to the industry. Yeah. I then made sure that I knew who they were. So who who's who in the zoo? Mm. I, that they needed to understand a lot about my business and I needed to understand a lot about their business. And some of the lessons I'm gonna you know, speak about today which are completely transferable, number one, everything's transferable in life when it comes to learnings, yeah. is the power of connectivity, the one thing, write this down, I would highly suggest is what's in it for them before what is in it for you. Yes. That is key. Yeah. So when you go and sit down with somebody and you have a coffee date, key, coffee date, coffee date, because you want to get in and get out quickly because I have to be really, really frank with you and you would know this, there is some people that are just don't have the right values uh, in business and in themselves to be able to be by association. Mm. And that's something that needs to be very, very clear on the first meeting. Yep. So yeah, let's talk about some of those lessons I think as we go through. Cool, no, that sounds good. So we're gonna talk about the power of connectivity. So what are the benefits that people can expect when you get it right? So you're gonna teach us the steps that you need to take. Yeah. But if you get all of these steps right, and it, just to make this clear, everyone can do, apply this to Absolutely. everything, right? Yeah, yeah, it's completely transferable. Sweet, so we're gonna learn the steps shortly, but what are the benefits that people can expect when we get all of these things right. Firstly, I think the benefit of getting yourself into that vulnerable state. I think it, we've all got it in some respects. That's called growth in a human being. Yep. So I think what it's going to do is allow you to learn a new skill set. If, if that's not something that's in your innate ability to go and do, that's one of the biggest benefits I, I have actually gained. My world has changed completely because of that skill set. Yep. One of the actual major benefits is the opportunities that are continually presented to you when others are out there building your business for you. Yep. When you can tell them your value proposition and your ideal client and the respect, because it's all about respect and integrity that you want to be able to create further opportunities. And I call them opportunities instead of sales volume. Mm -hmm. Much better. Yeah. It's about language. Yep. You know, If everyone thinks they're gonna come in and pillage each other's databases and things like that, that's where it doesn't go right, guarantee mm. you, yep. 100%. Some of the other benefits that you'll actually find, I think, is these become long-term friends. Mm. Uh, I, I look back now and I, I look at my, my inner circle 
And so what it actually creates is a, a, a true inner circle. I mean, look how you and I met. Yeah. This is how we met. Yeah. You know, and I want to be around your energy and you want to be around my energy, right? It's because you start to create an inner circle that, you know, some people just don't want to see you succeed. And I can guarantee you, I'm looking straight down the camera. I know there's people that are listening to this knowing that they've got family, friends, colleagues, other people that they have been associated with that don't want you to succeed. Yeah. And which is a shame, but that is their, that's their journey. That's not your journey. So if you, if you want to succeed in life, I think your inner circle is something that is one of the biggest benefits yeah. that happens over time. Just on that, I was just talking to someone yesterday about how you you evolve away from your initial friends and even with 100%. schooling, like you go to school and so many people try and cling on to that school group of friends. When you start to succeed fast, they'll try and pull you back. That's just the nature of Australia and other countries, yeah. same. So. That's what people will do because they want to feel like they're they're valuable. And if you're going exceeding, that's correct, and accelerating at a really fast growth rate, they're going to try and draw you back. Now, what's going to happen is if you're out there, you're going to find new friends who are going to be able to connect on the same wavelength as you, and they can move up with you. That's correct. on the journey. So yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks for saying that. So awesome. All right, well, I'm pumped to get straight into these steps. If we can just, we'll just highlight the step, make it really easy for people to understand. And then we'll talk a bit, a little bit about the step before we move on to the next yeah, step. Yeah, sure. Cool. Sounds so great. So step number one. So step number one, what's in it for them before what's in it for you. So I've already mentioned that. This is something that is really important. So when you go and do a coffee date or catch up with someone in an environment, and you know what, when it comes to electricians, everyone likes a beer or wine, enjoy it. Don't think it has to be very formal. That's the key. Yeah. The, the formality of this is you've got to shy away, away from formality because what you've got to do is disarm people and you've got to get to know their true nature because everyone's got a facade. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I can walk into a place and have a facade because I have to sometimes. Yep. But then when you're sitting in, in, across from someone and you've got that true, um, you know, style of connectivity, I think that is where the real power starts. Yeah. So find your comfortability point and then you need to talk about them, not you. That's mm. the key. You've got to actually care about their responsibility in their business and what they're trying to achieve. Now, a great question to ask is, is tell me more about your business. Yep. It's always a great question to ask. And tell me, are you a business that's going through growth? Because they are really open-ended questions. Mm. Now, if you can get those in your dialogue, what you'll actually start to find is, is that's just going to be a natural, easy conversation for you to have as you go and continue to do more of these. Yeah. And, and then what you need to do is you need to listen. And when I say listen, there's this thing called actively listen. Now, if you don't know what actively listen is, go Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's plenty of YouTube videos about it as well. So. <laughs> actively listening is really key. So you're not, you're not sitting there and wondering about what you're going to say next or, you know, have your own agenda, have your own conditions around, you know, you having this conversation. This is not what this is about. This is truly looking at, we've all got pain points in business. We've all got pain points that we need, are going to assist us to grow. There's a, every business should know their ideal client. Every business should know their value proposition. Yep. If you feeling that you're sitting in front of someone that they can easily, you can glean that information from, that's great. The key is take a little notepad and write it all down because it's showing you, showing them, sorry, 
it's that you're actually caring for them. Yeah. And that's the key here. It's about care. Yeah. And from that care, then what's going to happen is they're going to show you due care. The way you wrap up a coffee date like that or over a beer, however you want to do it, is then you wrap it up by saying, look, I actually really truly believe I can actually assist your business to grow. Yeah. But be very careful. If you feel that you can't add value to that business, you'd be very clear. But you be clear then. It's okay yep. to be clear then. And then the and then the flip side of that is just to say, look, I'm a growing business also. I'm a business that I believe we have very similar values and very similar ways of we how we do business. And it sounds to me we've got very similar client base. So let's see how we maybe come together over time. Yeah. And that's usually how you can wrap it up. The other way to wrap it up just to add a little bit of a hook in and say, look, I actually believe there's probably one or two people that I know that could you, you should be in touch with straight away. I'm actually going to reach out and I'm going to connect them with you. Yep. Are you happy for them to call you direct? Fantastic. Yeah. That shows that you're listening. It shows Correct. that you've, you've listened to all of the challenges they're having. You've got a solution for them. You're providing value to them. Awesome. I think that's good. Yeah. Now I'm going to challenge you. For the electricians out, I'm going to put you into an electrician hat, <laughs> put your hat on. Uh, so you're going out to the field. Let's just say a residential electrician is going into someone's home. How would an electrician going into the home apply the same principle to connect with the customer in the house? Well, take the time to connect. So, you know, I, I just see it all the time where traders just come in, do their job and walk out. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably where it's going wrong. Yeah. So I think we've got to make sure that there's a, a beginning and a middle and an end to the relationship. Yeah. And so if you can make sure that you're actually going through, and it's like a real estate agent when they're going through and selling, it's about building trust and hope, right? And that you can do the exact same thing when you're actually in someone's, you know, private residence. Yeah. You're actually in their, in, in their space they should be at their most comfortable point. Mm. Now, the way to do that is have a look around. It's amazing what you'll see around people's homes. Um, I think men in particular don't discount that women love football or they love a certain sport. Yeah. You know, there's always so easy ways to start a conversation. And usually, usually if the women are home, they've watched the news for the day. Yeah. So if you can listen to a news feed or find a news feed that's got some appropriate information, appropriate, yeah. stay away from yeah. politics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sex and drugs, Yeah. <laughs> being honest, Yeah. but find <laughs> find some commonality in, in a conversation piece so you know that you can start that engagement. Yeah. Um, but let's be real also, you've got to be really careful, don't, don't get too much into people's space and don't overstep the mark. You need to find your feet in that regard. Yeah, uh, I love how we just talked about the businesses. So businesses, that's when you're a business owner, you're setting up meetings, and then also electricians out in the field, whether it's at a home or a business, don't think that you're not a salesperson because you are, you're selling the reputation of the business, if not upgrades and everything else that can come with it. And you're saying, if you get the right connection with those customers out on site, then they'll go and tell all their friends. 100%. And then you're gonna help the business and your culture within the business and your longevity of your position grow as we move forward. 100%. Okay, step number two. So step number two is network mapping. So network mapping is um, something that you need to sit down and take some time out. So I, I really encourage business owners to clear space to work on their business. That's really essential for growth. So, you know, this whole, I don't have time back. 
you know, I get it all the time when I'm in businesses coaching. Yep. Um, and it's, you know, it's the, 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 I suppose, the real respect that they've got to have of their, their own time. Yeah. Because we can create it. You've just got to make sure that it is a non-negotiable part of your actual system. Yes. It's non-negotiable. Yep. Uh, so however you wish to do that is your choice. Now, the thing is with network mapping, you need to actually get a whiteboard or get a nice big piece of butcher paper just get a nice big white piece of paper and start to write down all the people that you know. Now, this is your center of influence. Uh, yeah. So it's a really amazing when you actually start to write this down, you think, wow, like I actually do know a lot of people. Yeah. And if you actually start to go back, and you, you know, if you, you are you know, doing those little steps with engagement you know, with your, your customer, uh, you'll actually start to realize how influential those people are and their partners are and their friends are and by association is exceptional. Yep. So my suggestion is is to start with that and, and real estate agents when it comes to electricians, they are they are just a gold center of influence. Mm. And I, and I, there's so many ways to be able to to obviously get into those respectful networks. Um, and I'm quite happy to have a discussion around that if you want, Greg. But I think when you start that network mapping, what you start to piece together is how commonality there's a huge commonality around what you do and what others do yeah so and and that's where you um, underpin all of that with the type of ideal client that you want to actually work with okay once you then do the network mapping this is this is something that's really essential is you then need to go and you need to start to grade them and that sounds really awful grading people is not you know ideal but, needs to be done but you know why it needs to be done because you don't have a lot of time, let's be honest. Yep. So this is about managing your time respectfully whilst you're out and about doing what you need to do to start this networking opportunity. Yep. Now, there are, there are a couple of different ones that I really get people to understand. So the, the idea is over six to 12 month period is that you funnel in to a couple of areas. You have your top, top influences. These are your mutually beneficial relationships that are completely measurable. Yep. Now, what I mean by that is, it is they literally will pick the phone up and say, Greg, Greg's the man. You actually need Greg. So yep. I'm gonna give you his details or I'm going to make sure he contacts you and you know you need to get on your way and do your business together, yep. right? So that there is very, and, and what I mean by that, it's very measurable, yes? Yes. So it's very in the now. Now, when it's mutually beneficial, that you actually have the same relationship coming back, mm. is that you have the respect where you know that no matter what, you're gonna pick that phone up and contact that client and vice versa, yep. right? The next one is there's so many influences out there and that's, that's the biggest job for you to do, is you need to look within your network and go, okay, cool, these people, there are influence, these people are influencing me and they might be influencing you in, in ways that you don't even realize. And, it, and social media is certainly one. Mm. So even even when they like your page, comment on your page, um, say how cool you guys are, or I had such an awesome you know um, service from them, we need to make sure that these people are influencers. Yep. And we need to engage with them as that. Sure. So we need to thank them. It's called gratitude. Yep. If we start with gratitude first, then everything comes from there. Yeah. Everything comes from a good place. Then. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Then we need to make sure we've actually got a, a really select few of people called VIPs. We all know what VIPs are. Yep. Now they don't have to be the most wealthiest people or anything like that, 
But these people are the most connected people. Yep. They just get it. Mm. They just have the power and they just get it. And I really encourage people to to get this because these are the people that actually become your inner circle. I'll be yeah. really honest with you. Yeah, they're the people that you yeah. really gel with. Yeah, really gel with, yeah. And so they 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 are on your tram and you're on their tram. Yep. And it might not be just the here's one for lead for you and here's one lead for me. It's not about that. Mm. It's about what other things can they do to help you grow as a human being but also as a business. Yeah. So those VIPs are really important. And one final one is the community connect. So you need to build a community. Now, some maybe electricians that are out there, they you only work in a select space, so a select territory. Now, if you know what that territory and you've got that defined territory, and I don't go across those lines, yep. so I don't go across those highways or those freeways, you need to look at how you can connect in that inner community. Um, you know, you get to the heart of the kids, you get to the heart of the parents. That is essential. Yeah. There's so many things you can do there in that space. But Community Connect, I think, is, is, is a long game, not a short game. Yep. But that's also where you understand being charitable actually is also about the power of connectivity. Yeah, it connects you back. Just a couple of things I want to, that came up when you were talking there. Can you just give me an idea of, I'll just list them because give us an idea of what that map will look like. like and also, when ranking these people, what are the things that you look for in those people? Now with the coming back to the map mapping, so when we do this big map, would you put it into like groups such as school friends, work friends, people from the wholesaler, people from other businesses? Is that how you map it and then strand out like a mind map? Absolutely. Is that what it looks like? He, absolutely. Yep. That's exactly how you would do it. Okay. And then what you would do from there is you'd go, okay, with this group and this group, could they connect? This group and this group, uh, could they connect? Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, that makes because, sense. Because, yeah, and then that, that then just flourishes even further. Yeah, nice. Yes. Cool. Yep. And now ranking. So you go through that list, you list them all out. You put probably put a number next to each one and then you can put it into a list. Now with that list, how what are you ranking them on? Is it wealth, influence, power, strength, health? <laughs> <laughs> how do you rank them? What what's the re, What's the thing that you're really trying to get out of like? your time how yeah. can you maximize your time sure right okay people? so so the so the first of all the ranking system and everything like that happens over a six to 12 month period because you've got to actually go out and figure out who these people really are now the thing is you get all of this and you mind map it right you then got to actually go out and connect because if you go, don't go out and do that and play the assumption game won't work okay so you've got to be really careful there so you go back to step one Absolutely. Yeah, with all of these people. Absolutely. So, and, then, and and I come back down to what I was mentioning before. It's it's understanding their values. It's understanding their belief in business. Yes? Yep. And make sure there is alignment. That is your top. So in, in, my, tech, in my tech space, we actually called them a name. Now, all of our internal BDMs and our leaders all knew, and we called them Cindy's, right? Mm. And that, that came from some, um, some training pre, pre my time in this business, um, which was some sales coaching uh, that they actually formulated a name. So that's what I suggest that you do. It's yeah. a privilege to be on that, in that group. Yeah. And it was, I used to tell people, it's a privilege for us to be, and for you to be a part of that group. Because uh, when you- are thinking of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and, I, and I think that's, that's probably the only way you can do it. Mm. Because otherwise you're playing the assumption game 
Yeah. And and that that there is that's an absolute killer. So you've got to obviously you're going to have to assume to some point how so you, you're going to target those people at the start who are mo- that you assume are the most influential. That is correct. And then you that go out correct. and you go, no, nah, actually they didn't know anyone. <laughs> that is so correct. Get rid of them. That but is yeah, correct. okay, sure. All right. Step number three. So number three is understand your value proposition and understand your ideal client. And once you know that, you then go and tell your network very succinctly what you are looking for. Yeah. If you just go out and say, I'm just an electrician and I'm looking for business, it's not going to cut yeah. it. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because how many of you are out there? So how many? many. So many. So many. So yeah. real estate agents. Yeah. Like many industries, you know, there's an oversupply, usually in most industries, unless you're in a very, very niche market. Yeah. So I think the, the value proposition also allows you to, when you go out and connect, and I'm going to go through that on the step four. So I'll just keep that for that space. Yep. How do you work out your value proposition? You don't just say I'm an electrician. You need to actually give people two, three, four points of why they should choose you. Why are you different from anybody else? And I know the one big thing about yourself, Greg, is you're all over safety. Yeah. You are all over safety for the customer, and for your employees. Yep. And I think that is a huge point of difference that I know when I'm presenting you to my network is that that's a clear winner. Yep. And that's your value proposition right there. Yeah. The other thing is, is and, and keep it very nice and succinct so people can actually understand it. Don't keep it long, quite short. The other one is your ideal client. So some respectfully would work in the commercial space, I would assume with electricians. Some will want to be the mum and, like mum and dads. Um, type of um, you know work that's out there so yep. home-based investor-based there's so many different types of ideal clients obviously specialization yep. because as we know specialization really assists our businesses to be future-proofed yep um, something that I'm learning a lot about at the moment uh, and is and I, I may just cross back to step number one is uh, personalization yeah so personalization is something that is now so required that, so when you are walking in and you're engaging with people, what is the personalization that you can bring to the party when you are actually leaving their house? Now, you know, the art of gift giving or leaving something for them to remember you is essential in today's society. Yeah. yeah. So it's working out what that personalization, it's not just about that, it could just be a text message. At the very end, as you're driving out, it's just a standard little text message that says, hey, Jane, really great to connect with you. Um, I'm so pleased that I could come out on site today and help you with your electrical needs. Wow, the impact of estimate. Totally. Oh, and just with your friends, if you go out and have dinner with them or catch up with them, that message afterwards, like two hours later when you get home, hey, so good to see you. Such a big impact. It really, really really touches the hearts, doesn't it? It really, really does. It's also about that care and that heartfelt side of things. So yeah. you've got to find a little way to to understand, you know, what could you do that could actually add the value for personalization. So sorry to cross refer back no, to step right. one. Yeah, all good. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then so once you know your ideal client. Now again, if you haven't done this in your space, I'm just suggesting that you just take this time. You clear the space. It doesn't take long. And if you don't know. If you don't feel this is something that you could really do, engage a coach or engage a mentor. You know, um, coaches, yes, we cost money. We're an investment, right? I'm the first one to admit that. Yeah. But I've got three mentors and three mentors that are all in their 60s that don't want payment. (laughs) I've tried. 
Um, but you know, they, but they're at that time in their life, there is, they just want to give back and they want to give back to really, you know, people that just want to, you know, make it, make a difference yeah. in the world. So, you know, find these people that can assist you if this is not a thought expansion exercise yeah. that you feel comfortable with. Well, that's the vulnerability thing as well. Totally. Like if you're, you've got to look at yourself and say, hey, totally. I could use help. So many people are like, nah, I don't need help. I'm going to do it all myself. I'll learn by myself. That attitude will get you stuck and you will be lonely. <laughs> you just will. I've done yeah. it myself yeah, we, yeah. and you'll be lonely. And that's what the Academy is here for as well. If you're not part of the Academy, that's what the Academy is there for support yeah. through those sort of times, you know, so, but continue. Yes. So, so just to really wrap that up. So value proposition, ideal client status, very succinct in, in communication. And then I can guarantee you when you are in front of, you know, that lovely woman that's sitting, you know, on, on her dining room table, um, saying goodbye to you as you walk out, that you can let her very much know very quickly and succinctly what you are looking for, you know, when it comes to opportunity. That's what it's about. All right, number four. So step number four, learn the art of public speaking. I have um, definitely had to learn over my time. Um, it was not a, um, a natural part of my, I suppose, my business journey. Uh, I've always been very comfortable in the selling environment. So when I am, you know, one-on-one -on -one and those types of things. But when I started to uh, work for a corporate business, I had to go in and sell to a group of people. Mm. So that is no different if you were to go in to a network opportunity that has 20, 30, 50, 100, even a thousand people you know, you've got to make sure that you've got real comfortability around and a real, um, I suppose, um, understanding of uh, just a little few techniques that you can know that are going to get you through that vulnerable state. So yeah. so bring it back down to public speaking. I, I personally had to learn it very quickly. Um, when I was in the, in the tech space, say, I went to corporate groups, networking, yeah. and I was saying, what can I do for you? What's in it for you before what's in it for me? Yep. I know I can give back to your, your businesses, your greater group. I know that there's probably an element of training and everything like that. Yep. Little to, to, to my understanding of uh, what they were really asking for, they said, yes, let's do a seminar. And um, that means that you have to <laughs> get up there and you have to present in front of all these people and go through the software and show them how to use it. Well, good BDMs don't know how to use softwares. So this is the thing. <laughs> so here I was looking at them with, and I must have gone white as a ghost because I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I like? actually don't know how to use the software. <laughs> I knew about 20, 30% of it because good salespeople know the needs of the customer and they know the solutions. That's the key. Yeah, they so don't need to know what it is or how it works. Ins and outs. Yeah. I, just knew, I just knew what I needed to do to get through those, un uncovering those needs and giving those the solutions yep. and then showing them around what that looks like. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward, I got a little friend of mine who I never met before in, in the business and I said, right, do you publicly speak? She said, no. I said, well, guess what? We will be. Our first event was 75 people. And there we are, we were, we were so, so nervous. We were working days, nights, weekends, pulling up, you know, doing up these PowerPoint presentations and trying to get our mojo on. Yeah. And I look back today 
And if I hadn't have done that, I would not be a keynote speaker today. Yeah. And every single time I get up on stage or even just doing this, you know, just even doing this, yeah. you know, just the energy and the passion that can come through, yeah. this skill, it's a learnt skill. Yeah. To completely a learnt skill. So the thing is, again, you've just got to put yourself out there. If you get opportunities to come in and educate, so these are things for you to be successful in business and to be profiled, you actually need to be the advisor, the authority, and the educator. Get on board. Yeah. Absolutely get on board. You get on board with that and you know your knowledge. You've got to remember, you guys, you know what you're doing. you just got to succinctly be able to present that back to a consumer yep. or back to a group of people. Yeah. Start small. Yeah. If you have to pull a small group of people together, even if you know other electricians in the same group, pull these guys all together and actually start to just do some, um, you know, some little networking, group conversations, group conversations yep. and everything like that. But all around that framework, the advisor, the authority, the educator. Yeah. The other thing is go throw yourself out into um, networks that are out there. So meetup groups, they're really great. Um, if you start to go, oh, I quite like this, and you want to add value back to, say, groups of real estate agents where you can go in and speak into 20, 50 or 100 people, and you sponsor and those types of things, I'd be suggesting that you go and use um, a great um, learning pathway, which is Toastmasters. I personally haven't done that. The reason why I haven't done it is because when I threw myself into that first ever 75, um, you know, packs room, the momentum just went yeah. one after the other, one after the other, and it experience. was, and it, then it just became Beck. You know, we want to book you for the next year. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, okay. Yep. So you know, it was just one that you know, and that's where it becomes. It's the consistency is king when yep. it comes to this this type of arrangement. Yeah. I just want to say about this because even if you're not intending to go and speak in front of groups of people, you still got to public speak in front of your customer, even if it's one-on-one -on -one at their right. home, you still got to speak to your customer in step number one and other people, your connectors and your influencers in step number one, when you go out and catch up with them for coffee or if you're walking into a business and presenting yourself initially, that's all public speaking and all why you need to learn how to do it well. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The best skill I've ever learned. Cool. Yeah. I just want to come back also to you said the best salesman don't know how to use the system and what it is exactly. I think that's really good because so many people that do know how to use everything get stuck selling the what. That's correct. And so by not knowing the what or remembering not to ever talk about the what, you can stay on point and really connect with the customer. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'd love to go back over just what we've talked about sure. and where people will go wrong when implementing these steps. Like where people, you go, oh, people are like, yes, I can, I've got these steps now and they're gonna walk away from this really excited and like, yeah, that was a great talk. <laughs> but where are they gonna go wrong? They're not gonna create the space to be able to sit down and work on the business. This is the, I can walk into businesses that have 100 staff and they still directors still don't find the time to work on their business. Yeah. And that's why external coaches come in, yeah. right? Because I know that they need that assistance. Yeah. So the, the key thing is, is create the space to work on the business and start to do those little steps to be able to create these opportunities for power of connectivity. Yep, so schedule it in every week, every month. How much time do you recommend? If you are a business that wants exponential growth and you want to, you've got goals and aspirations to earn X amount of dollars by when or whatever, because I, 
one of the biggest things that I work on, I take away the money now. And the yeah. money, you know what? The money comes. Yeah. It's working around the freedom. Ah. So the freedom, the freedom is the most important thing. And you need to create, you need to understand what that actual freedom, your freedom's very different to mine. You know that? Yeah. Which is cool. Well, I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. But that's really personal. So let's maybe go back to a little bit of that. And maybe I might share a little bit of that. Is yeah. How about you take your time, go sit down with a nice bottle of wine or a beer and actually work out what you really truly want out of life. Yeah. And that there, I can guarantee you, the money will come. It's very important to chase targets and goals and those types of things. I'm not discounting that. That's actually essential to keep on track. Mm. That's to keep the focus and accountability. Yeah. Um, now, if you are a, a business that's wanting exponential growth, uh, I would be suggesting every week you should be working on your business. Yep. Every week. Yeah, 100%. Yep. I'd agree with that. And you need to do it in the possible. morning. Do not do it in the afternoon or night. Don't think that you're going to get home at night and the kids are running around or, you know, you, you think you're going to get back into your space after working a full day on the tools. Absolutely not. It is one of those things you're going to find it's going to be something that can actually be quite easily done. Um, before I came here this morning, I was down at a really cool cafe overlooking the waterfront in Perth. Yeah. You know, this is life. Yeah. You know, the amount of, you're all mobile, go park up somewhere really amazing that's just going to allow you to get into that space. Do it in the morning. Um, our cortisone levels are at our best as we are going through the day from 6 a.m. until 12 p.m. Yep. So we are the most creative, the most at peak performance at that actual time. Right. I'd be very careful also, don't have a really big meal or anything like that. You'd know all of this. <laughs> you know, the less is best. You know, in that regard, you want to have full clarity uh, around in your mindset to be able to do it. And and, and you, you, it's amazing how quick you can move through these things. Yeah. Once you start to give yourself the respect and the time to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just on the other point, so where would you go wrong if with the calling and calling in and coffee coffee talks? Look, where you can go wrong, you can actually be sitting there two hours later and looking at someone and going, I, I still don't think there's a really good connection here. I think it's one of those things, be really true to yourself yep. and be really mindful that you can actually walk away and say, it was really great to meet you yep. and move on. Yeah. So the this is kind of a bit of a, it sounds really awful to say, but it's a bit of a numbers game. Yeah. Yeah, it really, think, really is. I think don't go in with the intention to get the business anyway. No. Like If you're going with that attitude, it's going to come across. Go in with the attitude of, I just want to get to know this person. That's and right. if, if the connection's there, you'll get the work. Greed is an awful thing. Yeah that can, can really, um, really transition away, um, you can actually connect with someone. So yeah. you are so right in saying that. Yeah. Also with that, uh, talking about yourself too much oh, is yes. really unattractive. People don't care. <laughs> People don't care. People do not care. People don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. <laughs> they, just they don't, don't care. care about you. And no. the sooner they you learn that, the better. eventually, don't get me wrong, it's, that's, that's the cool transition that you'll see. But initially, yeah. absolutely not. Yep. You just, at the moment, at the start, it's like, this is just wasting my time. And then you, as soon as they connect with you, yeah, I like this person. That is correct. You know? But you won't get that if you're talking about yourself. The other, the other thing we've also got to be really careful of is, and I, and I experienced this a lot because my profile increased and I became top salesperson uh, in this national business. And because I did so much networking, you know, I'd walk into a place and I'd be recognised quite easily. And I made sure of it because that was my responsibility. The, the issue is, is that when you've got other startup businesses or businesses that know that we had 65% of the market space. 
So what I found is some people actually wanted me to open up my database and open up to my inner circle and influences just like that. So you've got to be very, you've got to be very cautious um, around some people's intent. Mm. Uh, you've got to really just test environment first before you completely let people in. Yeah. I've seen people completely open up their databases and then, yeah, within two months they've turned off that relationship and you look like the fool, yeah. unfortunately, because you didn't test really truly if they're going to add value uh, to your customer yep. and, and also to your, your inner circle. Yeah, good point. Yep. Good point. Sweet. Is there anything else on those other couple of points that we can see people not doing right? Look, not at this stage, but um, I've probably got another 10 topics that I can talk about, Greg. So yeah. um, I'm sure, we'll sure I'll be sitting back on this uh, couch at some point. So cool. yeah, I look forward to, to rechecking in with, uh, yeah, Sweet. all people. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. You're welcome anytime. And we will see you again. Look forward to it. Cheers. Thanks. Awesome. It's been an interesting last six months. We've been really working hard towards improving the learning management system that we've built for the electrical industry to improve their skills, whether a business owner or an electrician. And I'm really pumped to announce that in the next couple of weeks, we are launching Academy V3. It's an unbelievably flexible platform where you can actually see all of the learning paths and create your own courses and ask your own questions to your staff members. Now, if you're an electrician and just want to improve your skills, there's something in there for you as an electrician platform user. There's heaps of how to be better on site, how to get the most out of your employment with your employer, how to understand technical things like fault finding and all of the different technical aspects of the trade, but also how to better educate yourself using your staff around you or the other people you work with and your boss. So that is for the electricians. If you're a business owner, the academy is unbelievable for helping you find freedom within your job. So if you are stuck working huge hours at the moment and you want to learn how to scale your business, put stuff on, or even just stay a sole trader but really become as profitable as possible, the business platform is amazing for that. And where the new academy really shines is in the team platform where team employers can actually build their own courses, build their own questions, and use either academy content or questions, or build your own and have a mixture. So you can really customize it depending on the type of business you are and what you really want to get out of your staff. So if you want to set up induction courses, if you want to teach your staff on your company values and ask some questions about it, if you want to ask your specific technical questions, you can do all that in your new academy. And if you don't have the time to build your own courses, you can just use the academy content that's in there. As a whole, we've got over 500 training videos. And what I'm really excited about is now that we've built it, we're moving on to creating more content for you guys again. So you can expect a lot more podcasts coming out, a lot more information, but where the value truly is, is on the academy. And I hope to have you a part of that.